Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Today, we're exploring the concept of spirit and its relationship to human evolution and art. Throughout history, spirituality has played a significant role in shaping the beliefs, values, and practices of diverse cultures around the world. Here are some key points highlighting the significance of spirituality in human development. A quest for meaning and purpose. Spirituality addresses fundamental questions about the meaning and purpose of human existence. It provides individuals with a framework to understand their place in the world, their relationship with others, and their connection to something greater than themselves. Moral and ethical guidance. Spiritual beliefs often provide moral and ethical guidelines that shape individual and collective behavior. They help establish principles of right and wrong, foster compassion, and promote social cohesion within communities. Coping with life's challenges, spirituality offers solace and comfort in times of hardship, grief, and uncertainty. It provides a sense of hope, resilience, and inner strength enabling individuals to navigate life's challenges and find meaning in difficult circumstances. Formation of cultural identity. Spiritual beliefs and practices are deeply intertwined with cultural identity. They shape rituals, ceremonies, and traditions that define a community's values, customs, and worldview. Spirituality serves as a unifying force that fosters a sense of belonging and cultural continuity. Transformation and personal growth. Spirituality often emphasizes personal transformation and self-realization. It encourages individuals to explore their inner selves, cultivate virtues, and strive for higher levels of consciousness. This pursuit of personal growth can lead to enhanced well-being self-awareness, and a deeper understanding of oneself and others. Connection to nature and the cosmos. Many spiritual traditions emphasizes a connection to the natural world and the cosmos. They recognize uh, interdependence and interconnectedness of all living beings, fostering a sense of reverence and stewardship for the environment. This ecological perspective promotes sustainable living and a harmonious relationship with nature. The influence on art, literature, and philosophy. Spirituality has a driving force behind the creation of art, literature, and philosophical thought. Artists, writers, and thinkers throughout history have a drawn inspiration from spiritual experiences and concepts using their creativity to explore and express profound insights into the nature of existence, consciousness, and the human condition. 
Overall, spirituality has been a powerful force that has influenced human development by providing a framework for understanding the world, shaping moral and ethical values, promoting personal growth, fostering cultural identity, and inspiring artistic and intellectual pursuits. It continues to play a vital role in the lives of individuals and communities, offering a sense of purpose, connection, and transcendence. So before we get into um, it any further, how has um, spirituality guided you within this world and within your art? Um, I believe that we all have outlets, especially outlets that kind of give you a sense of belonging or a sense of calmness or a sense of therapy Mm -hmm. minus art and I do believe even though it's a sense of therapy for me it is a practice of spirituality through creativity Mm -hmm. so um how does it connect though like is it a constant feeling of being spiritual or do you have to like work your way up to that feeling or like how does that transcend that's a great question um i think for me the expression of creation is my form of spirituality and spirituality is almost how i connect with god Mm. or a form of prayer that i do Mm. to have a connection with a higher being or higher sense of self Mm. how about yourself um not within art per se Mm mm-hmm when I'm on a treadmill, well, this is like most recently, um, when I'm on a treadmill jogging for maybe an hour, hour and a half, if I have a nice, good pace going, a nice, good rhythm, mm-hmm. and um, a song or music that, that, that keeps that rhythm, it's like um, it kind of like transports me to a different mindset, a different state of consciousness. It's like I'm there, but I'm not there. So you're just chanting through movement. Basically. <laughs> and I think um, once I started that, I became closer to, you know, the universe, the creator, or whatever you want to call it. And it's like it's like prayer in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've learned that meditation as well connects us to that consciousness too but instead of praying and talking meditation is more about listening and understanding and opening up yourself to things that you may not be able to hear when there's a lot of things happening or occurring at the same exactly time. exactly so the process of closing your eyes or being in a space or a state of quiet being in the moment mm-hmm. being present mm-hmm. yeah definitely So how do we understand spirituality? The term spirit refers to a non-physical essence or energy that is often associated with consciousness, vitality, and the unseen aspect of existence. Across cultures and belief systems, interpretations of spirit vary greatly. Some view it as a divine entity or deity, while others see it as an impersonal life force or a collective consciousness 
that permeates all things and still others perceive it as an inner essence of soul within individuals. That's deep. The connection between spirituality and the human experience lies in the inherent quest for meaning and moving and purpose, excuse me, that many individuals experience. Spirituality offers a framework for exploring existential questions, seeking a deeper understanding of one's purpose in life and finding a sense of fulfillment and transcendence. It provides a means to connect with something greater than oneself, whether it be a higher power, the universe, or a collective consciousness, and offers guidance and support in navigating life's challenges and finding a sense of direction and meaning. Through spiritual practices, individuals often seek to cultivate a deeper awareness of the inner selves, their relationships with others, and their place within the larger tapestry of existence ultimately striving for personal growth and a sense of connection to a greater whole. For those who believe in a higher power, spirituality encompasses a relationship with a divine being or a transcendent force. It involves recognizing and seeking a connection with the higher power through prayer, meditation, rituals, or religious practices. This connection provides individuals with a sense of guidance, support, and meaning in their lives. Nature can also be a focal point of spiritual connection. Many spiritual traditions emphasize the interconnectedness of all living beings and view nature as a manifestation of the divine. This perspective encourages reverence, respect, and a deep appreciation for the natural world, fostering a sense of unity and a harmony with the environment. Additionally, spirituality can evolve the connection with the universe or the cosmos. Cosmos. Some spiritual beliefs propose that there is a cosmic order or a universal consciousness that permeates all existence. This perspective encourages individuals to contemplate their place in the vastness of the cosmos and to seek a sense of connection and alignment with the greater universe. Overall, spirituality's sense of connection to something greater than oneself allows individuals to transcend their individuality and tap into a broader, more expansive perspective. It provides a sense of belonging, purpose, and interconnectedness, helping individuals find solace, meaning, and a deeper understanding of their place in the world. Now, this connection you feel if you feel anything, um, is it hard to define? Like, what does it feel like when you're connected to the source? It's another sense of like feeling high. Mm. Mm, The way I would describe it is like a heightened sense of like emotion. Yeah. And a heightened sense of feeling. Mm. Emotion and feeling are the same, but it's like you can feel like you want to cry. You can feel excited or overjoyed Mm. in a state of that spiritual space. Um, But having the feeling of like kind of like a tingly feeling or feeling of butterflies. Yeah. um, Or just kind of feeling like you're having an out of body experience. Yeah. How do how would you describe it? 
It feels like that I'm a drop of water within the ocean when I'm connected. And the ocean, you know, like salt water in the movie and the moon, it makes waves. And I feel like that I'm a part of that wave in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, not to get too um meta or too deep, but when I'm meditating and I'm like listening to certain frequencies like um I like to listen to like um whales communicate with each other or you know, um raindrops or nature sounds. It feels like even though we separate ourselves from nature, we deem ourselves at the top of the food chain and we have technology that, that, that separates us from the source. It feels like when I in the present, when I'm listening to nature, when I'm out in nature and I'm meditating or I'm in that state of consciousness, I'm connected. I agree with you. And I do believe that people that are around like city areas where there's a lack of trees mm. or a lack of um, the sense of nature nature stillness or a nature that is not disturbed mm-hmm. there tends to be a lot more people that are depressed or unable to like kind of function because there's so many things around that aren't connecting us in a natural state or a natural form it detaches us right mm-hmm. so you know anyone that would go like to a park or take walks it's more calming for the spirit and the mind to be around things mm-hmm. that are of nature mm-hmm. as opposed to not being close to those things I totally agree. Totally agree. Which is why, like, even if you have plants in your house, it brightens up the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even, I don't know why, but the sound of moving water. Oh, yeah. Just connects me in some So imagine having what you have in your headphones in real life, and it's just rain. Mm-hmm. Just rain. Mm-hmm. Like, even when it's raining, like on rainy days, I feel a sense of calmness and peace. Right. Rather than it being like, oh, it's a dull day or whatever. I really love this. Like, if you just sit, lay down, and just hear the sound of rain. And you smell it. Smell the rain in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Open your windows. It's just a really calming feeling. I totally agree. Um, spirituality and human evolution. Spirituality has played a significant role in human evolution by providing a framework for understanding the world shaping moral values and fostering social cohesion which has contributed to the survival and development of her early humans communities it has also had a profound impact on our cognitive and emotional development by offering a sense of purpose meaning and connection which can enhance well-being resilience and self-awareness So how does spirituality and art come together? Hmm. The intersection of spirituality and art has been a reoccurring theme throughout different artistic movements and historical periods. From ancient cave paintings depicting spiritual rituals to Renaissance religion artworks and from the transcendentalist literature to abstract expressionist paintings. Art has been used as a powerful medium to explore and express spiritual experiences, beliefs and concepts. Artists have sought to convey the ineffable, transcendent, transcendental, and mystical aspect of the human experience, often drawing inspiration from spiritual traditions, mythologies, and personal introspection. 
Through their creative endeavors, they have captured the intangible nature of spirituality, evoking emotions, contemplation, and a sense of awe, while inviting viewers and audiences to engage with profound existential questions and the mysteries of existence. Now, when it comes to that, before we had written language, we had art, we have cave paintings, we had instances where people a long time ago gave us a small glimpse of what was going on in that time in their minds and their spiritual beliefs and whatever circumstances they were in. And I think that's extremely powerful to do, you know. Yeah, having visual depictions of expression. I also do believe, like, once the development of language happened, I also feel like there were people that were conscious of wanting to preserve their history or Mm -hmm. wanting to preserve information through images. They may not have had the text to do so, but they Mm -hmm. had images to be like, okay, we want to make sure we leave a print of what it was like Mm -hmm. (laughs) or what kind of things we faced or what was present, you know? And even though, say, cave paintings happened a couple thousand years ago, we're still the same people. We just look at life through a different lens. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. you still have people who go out and hunt or go out and, and bring home the bacon, as they say. You go out work, you bring the food back home. You know, um, people still have a rich spiritual belief systems you know it might be a a different translation or it might be a a different deity or a different depiction of the universe but it's still the same concept you made me think about something while you were explaining that Mm. um what happens to a dog if you don't take them outside it goes crazy what happens if you feed them things they're not supposed to eat like chocolate or makes them sick makes them sick so if you think about how we are no longer in the position to be in our tribes or like ethnic groups Mm. without the ritual of hunting or those that will prepare the food or those that will select the different berries and knowing what is poisonous and what is not. Mm. We are now dependent on things that we don't have control over. So we have things that challenge us such as obesity or we run into addiction is because we're allowing for a different group of people or a different system to dictate what happens to our natural makeup Mm. as human beings. So whether or not we're conscious of it, I do feel like, you know, those, when they have like articles coming out about people um, inheriting cancer or different Mm. illnesses, I I do, do believe that it has to do with us having a lack of sunshine or a lack of rituals that keep us going as human beings that we naturally are supposed to have. Now, when you say that, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. I wonder if um, depression and anxiety existed in the past. Is it um, a so is depression and anxiety and all these different um, mental ailments um, a result of living within these cities and cultures? that are curated for us and not by us. Yeah. Um, I also, I, I, 
that's such a great question because I truly believe it could be that. And I do also a side of me is thinking that as humans, we have to naturally go through every emotion. Mm. So back in the day, I do believe that they most likely had depression, Mm. but there were ways to get out of that depression or something that was a cause of their natural environment, Mm -hmm. but not something that I feel like was presented upon us. Like, not knowing where our meat comes from and having like additives in the meat that weren't natural things that kind of like enhance those things or make it worse i don't think there should be a very large population that is suffering right now from mental illness obesity and all the other diseases that are out there is i'm just curious to know um how prevalent was you know like things like suicide back then mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. for instance, um, Japan is ha- has one of the highest suicide rates in the world is because they're overworked, um, most of the time underpaid, mm-hmm. and they don't really have time to disconnect and have time for themselves yeah. and their family, if they have a family. Those are great questions to pose. I, it's like back in the day, all we had to worry about was the other tribe right. that we were having arguments against but it's like we don't even have control over who we have rivalries with it's Mm -hmm. like all of those decisions are made for us even the idea of like being able to plant fresh fruit and vegetables in your yard you have to get approval in certain areas for that thing right so yeah i mean those are great questions to pose it's i don't know it's uh this is just interesting this 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 concept that we're we're going over just creates more questions for me yes so art can serve as a therapeutic tool for self-expression healing and introspection by providing a creative outlet for processing emotions exploring personal narratives and assessing subconscious thoughts and feelings in a non-verbal and symbolic way one example is the renowned artist frida kahlo whose introspective and symbolic artworks expressed her physical and emotional pain, spiritual beliefs, and feminist perspectives, making a powerful impact on both the art world and societal discourse. Are you familiar with um, Kahlo's work? Yeah. What I love about her work is that just seeing the trajectory. Trajectory. (laughs) I had Diary of the Mouth just now. Of her the inception of her artwork and her career she had so many things that happened in her life Mm. so one of them was that she was in love with this guy named Diego Rivera Mm. and during that time he was very much wanting her to be something that she didn't identify with Mm. as in very super high feminine like and wanted her to dress in dresses wanted her like controlled her appearance for her but she wasn't identifying as that. And so when she divorced um, Diego Rivera, she decided that she wanted to be the exact opposite, to d- bring an identity onto her that mm. she felt represented herself. So like she cut rebellion. all her hair off. Yeah. She started to wear suits. You know, she did very minimal, like, um, makeup. beauty care and cosmetic care for herself. She still wore makeup, but it was just like the image that she wanted was now she had control over that. Mm-hmm. And um, sexually, she had preferred women over men. Mm-hmm. So just seeing that in her work, it's like sometimes when you have a spiritual awakening, you're able to adjust yourself or 
go through a process where you learn about who you want to be without the control of other people. I can see that. And just to pick it up, just mm-hmm. to piggyback off of that, having a spiritual awakening is mm-hmm. like being reborn. Yes. You know, no matter what your spiritual beliefs, your religious beliefs are, it's like you have to find yourself in order to be your true self again. Absolutely. That was beautifully said. I did want to mention one thing about Kahlo, and then like I want to talk about how birth is a spiritual awakening sure. for both male and females, women or men. Um, so Frida Kahlo also had a really terrible accident. And what happened during the accident is that there, a pole went through her private organs and went straight up her body. Oh. And she became paralyzed. And so she was bedridden because of that accident. Um, however, it was just like art was her form of therapy. And art was a way for her to tell her story or also include her identity and her feelings and her work. And I think that was very much medicine to her like Mm. the other things that she had to take to feel better but just something that allows you to process things without verbally communicating them but allowing others to see how you're feeling inside or how you choose to express yourself Mm. I think sometimes we we as humans tend to use verbal, verbal communication but we don't know how to hear each other so things like art help us express ourselves or learn how we're going through something. Or even so language as well, language. right? So one of those things I feel like that everybody has a connection to is music. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what the song is, you can connect with it in a different mm-hmm. aspect. You can mm-hmm. go through a breakup. You can go through happy times. You can go through death, and there's a song for it. Mm-hmm. And there's a way to cope through that emotion with the person who's performing that song. So would you say that art spirituality this main purpose is to is for communication is to heal Mm. I don't think everyone is wounded but I do believe healing is the same as success where you're always wanting to be the best version of yourself and wanting to improve yourself Mm. and it's a constant so like you can injure your spirit by not taking care of your body so you're going to work on healing that then you could have times where you feel like you're not good enough. Then you can heal that, you mm. know? So there's always something that you can heal to make yourself the best version of yourself. Now, what's the um, relation of spirituality and, and being a parent? Or giving birth? Or giving birth. <laughs> so I meant, like, the whole process of, like, having contractions and having a process like that. Mm. I think it's naturally what we do, but it's also naturally a lesson. When I was having those contractions, when I was like pushing out the baby and all of those things, one of the things that I learned is that it takes patience to go through something or to be committed to something. Mm. So my obligation and my responsibility moving forward was to be a best mom and to be a best partner, Mm. right? Because we've now established a family. So what does that look like? When things are challenging, I know that it's going to hurt for the moment. Those things are temporary, whatever we go through, but it's temporary, mm-hmm. you know? It's painful, but there's always, always going to be a prize when you don't quit, you know, mm-hmm. through the process. You have to feel through the things that hurt in order to move past it. You have to talk to those things. You have to encourage yourself to do things you're not comfortable with, 
because regardless, it's going to happen anyway. You know what I mean? You don't have control over what is to come in life. And so I felt that it's like the baby's going to come either way. So I might as well sit in it or I can scream all that I want, you know, or I can take this medicine. And I felt like even though there was medicine available, something spiritually happened to me where I just stopped hearing things. Mm. Like I almost felt like I was meditating in a sense Mm. where I didn't hear like when the nurse kept talking to me, I couldn't hear them. I could only hear you. I could only hear my mom. Mm. And so when they were asking me for medication, I felt like my spirit was just telling me, you don't need it. You mm. need to go through this because this is what life is about. Mm-hmm. And so that for me was a spiritual awakening. Even the euphoria, the feeling of like, I don't even, I can't even explain when he was coming out mm. and when he came out, that just sense of like, I brought life, you know, and this is a new version of me that. It's connected to my past, but this is a new journey. Like mm-hmm. it's a re, a, I'm re, being reborn again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I also feel like even though I had that as someone giving birth, I do feel like you, oh, you also had your own rite of passage. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like for the mom, it's like the full nine months. But I feel like more so for the dad, it's like when you meet your child for the first time. It was um interesting to say the least. Um not a very emotional guy, but when I seen him, he's very emotional. He's like, <laughs> when I seen him come out and your mother caught him, I just couldn't help but to cry. It was like yeah. watching you go through the ups and the downs and, and, and the various different emotions and staying. I think I worked that day. I was up. It was like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And um, how long did the birth take? Like, 12 hours, I think. 12 hours, exactly. So labor was 12 hours. So we were pretty much up a long time. And the anticipation building and, you know, the ritual of you going to the restroom and then laying down and them Mm -hmm. them putting all the monitors on you and then you taking them off and you go to the restroom and then you lay down. And it was a ritual in a sense, you know, because... I noticed the different patterns that you were doing mm-hmm. that you may or may not have been uh, conscious of, mm-hmm. you know. And when you were ready to give birth or when he was ready to, you know, walk through the, through the veil, it was a, uh, an intense feeling. It's like every emotion that you have all happened at once within me, mm-hmm. you know. Remember when you asked me, because I'm like, now that we're having a conversation about this, remember when you asked me, like, what provide and protect means? Mm. I think that journey and that intimacy of, like, having your partner and yourself go through a birth, that's what I feel like, because you see what my role is. Mm. It's to, like, you know, nurture or go through things and make sure on my part that we stay together mm. through us working through things and communicating, but I'm the one to facilitate those things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the manager of the communication. But on your other hand, it's like you're provide and protect. I'm like, I saw that like as I'm having my contractions, you're holding my hand. Mm. You're not doing the things for me. You're not taking my pain away, but you're moving through with me. Mm. So it's like being that person as a provider and protector to hold your child's hand, to hold your partner's hand when things are tumultuous or when things are tough. And knowing that I can't do it for you but I can support you through that journey. Yeah. And that's what I feel like that means. And to protect is like, 
making sure that the nurse is not touching me and I say, don't touch me. You know, like mm-hmm. creating a barrier, not pushing people away, but creating that barrier. Like this is my, my stuff and mm-hmm. I'm, I have my eye on you mm-hmm. in case things pop off, you know? Yeah. Or like when the baby was born and my mom was just like, you go get your baby, I get mine. You're protecting your cub. Mm-hmm. But you know that my mom's duty is to communicate with me to make sure that I'm going through the process I need to go through in order for me to come out of whatever I was coming out of so I can still be the leader of my family through my role. It was definitely um, a spiritual um, event. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're very fortunate. Not a lot of people are able to have kids or share that same feeling that we had, but just coming from my experiences, um, I felt like we were close to God in that moment. I do, but I think when that moment happened, even through uncertainty, I knew that I was with the right person. Mm. And this was an opportunity for us to like, start again you know what I mean mm-hmm. like we were already a couple we already but it's like we have a new challenge now we have mm-hmm. a whole child to like co-parent and figure out how that is together mm-hmm. and it's a challenging thing but it's like I was so sure that this is the journey I want to take with you to ensure that we, we do it right you know yeah if everything in life were easy everybody would do it right exactly um spirituality in contemporary society in today's fast-paced technological driven world spirituality plays a crucial role in providing individuals with a sense of grounding balance and inner peace as well as offering a counterbalance to the constant distractions and demands of modern life There has been a notable increase in interest in mindfulness, meditation, and other spiritual practices as individuals seek to cultivate a sense of balance, inner peace, and overall well-being amidst a fast-paced and often stressful nature of the modern life. So we explore the concept of spirit as a non-physical essence or energy that connects individuals to something greater than themselves. We discussed how spirituality has played a significant role in human evolution by shaping beliefs and social structures. Additionally, we examined the intersection of spirituality and art, highlighting how art serves as a powerful medium for expressing spiritual experiences, exploring existential questions, and fostering personal growth and transformation. We encourage all of our listeners to further explore your own spiritual